0: Look, it's a flood! A flood. It's flooding! Get away. get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.
1: combining, um, the Vatican and anybody is already a bad look, but combining the Vatican and current state Russell Brand, um, listen, uh, if you don't know, now you know, Russell Brand has been... (laughs) I was gonna say Russell Brand has been me too, but that felt so, like, distasteful. Russell Brand has
0: been he too.
1: (laughs) No, dude, Russell Brand is um, yet another... Celebrity um, who has been caught in the crosshairs of uh, sexual assault allegations. Four women have recently spoke up, two of which claim straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two, I believe, are just saying they were sexually assaulted in some way, shape, or form. None of which are great look for Russell Brand,
0: now, of which this is, I think who this is already
1: head bad optics
0: to be. I was about to say this looks like another case of. Look at everything Russell Brand has done for his acting career. Looks at allegations. Looks at acting career. Looks at allegations. Yeah, I'm not shocked.
1: Um, I am less shocked to find this out about Russell Brand than I am, than I was to find it out about Chris Dahlia.
0: Fact. (laughs) This is gonna be weird, but I'm actually less shocked about the Russell Brand allegations than I am... When I found out about the Kevin Spacey ones. Mmm. Mmm.
1: I am less shocked about Russell Brand than I was about JT Miller. Although, although, I wasn't that shocked about JT Miller either. He just has the look. <laughs> I was gonna say no offense,
0: JT, but like I was,
1: I was less shocked about Russell Brand than I was to find out Tory Lane shot Meg the Stallion in the
0: feed. Tory Lane started his ten year bid. Yeah. Uh, hey. See you in six.
1: If you're good. It's, I don't. I. I don't know, man. They've they've been trying every appeal they can, and it is not looking good for Tory. It's not looking good for russell brand either um yeah. who
0: by the way has been over the past couple of years <laughs> why you might not have heard him as much has been leaning into the uh the, the conspiracy theory shit
1: uh like he's always kind of been in those circles right especially when it comes to like healthcare, um because you know he's always been a very big proponent of like mental health and because of his drug recovery and his drug, his past history, uh, with his drug abuse, <laughs> knowing what we know about Russell's uh, candid past, right? He, it, this, these kinds of allegations that he are, he's facing, don't seem that far out of the realm of possibility for something that he might have done when he was in, you know, more of his shiftier days. Uh, the I guess this is all pre-Katy Perry, right? Um,
0: the world flipped into Jeffrey.
1: So, no, Russell was flipping Jeffrey's when he came walking in this bitch. He came in this bitch flipping Jeffrey.
0: He came in this bitch uh, offering people Jeffrey's. So, They're like, yo, have you heard about this thing Jeffrey? Oh, my man Russell brought it. And I'm
1: not saying that being addicted to drugs automatically makes you a sexual predator, right? I'm just saying that the level of intellectual gaslighting that Russell Brand is capable of also does not, you know, surprise me that he might have used that.
0: Name one genius who ain't crazy.
1: I thought you were going to say name one genius who hasn't been accused of sexual assault. And I was like, that's a hot take. Yeah no, because uh, I don't think I can
0: <laughs> What?
1: <laughs> I'm certain if we go back if if you really look into it <laughs> There's a fair amount of them. Like even Socrates and them dog
0: Which were Which means accusers. there's even more of a hot take Because this begs the question of a question that I don't want to ask into a microphone.
1: Does being a genius make you a sexual deviant?
0: Or do you have to be a sexual deviant in order to achieve genius?
1: See, now you're getting into Jeffrey Epstein territory (laughs) and I don't feel like that's entirely necessary. I guess we could ask. We
0: have bit our tongue while it was pressed against our cheek. <laughs> I
1: guess we could ask Kanye, right? Because apparently, him and his fiance aren't allowed on gondolas <laughs> anymore because they can't—they can't not be sexual deviants. Hi, Ted. <laughs> and on that note, I think I think we're gonna take a break and we'll come back and. Uh, Get at you guys with some more of this week's pop culture insanity. Welcome, Welcome back.
0: Welcome back.
1: One of the other big items to happen in media this week was the announcement
0: that Rupert Murdoch is stepping down from the, the uh ceo of fox news
1: now some of our listeners uh, might have already known that this was in the works um that's it, we've we've previously discussed i mean Rupert murdoch has been
0: a coffin dodger for over a decade yeah and
1: with him catching covid recently um and how like much that took him out um there have been like everything from like npr to like AP news segments about his potential successors and what kind of stir that that has caused how many in, like, heart
0: transplants has he had <laughs> or what's the rockefeller who died a few years ago that had like four heart transplants
1: uh i know what dick cheney had like a whole
0: bunch of like heart surgeries didn't he like well, dick um, cheney is an android who lives in a secret bunker a hundred miles beneath the um, earth's surface
1: and rupert murdoch has proved to be something of a terminator up until this point yeah the quirky Ozzy, who started that news tabloid um, and is now a fucking media fucking oligarch at this point, is currently setting up his secession, right? Six, succession 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 yeah, yeah he, right he
0: would time. be the equivalent of logan roy
1: yeah well a uh, lots of people think that succession might actually be <laughs> loosely like the eight mile version of the fox news story at this point right like two of the kids are like from what i understand have like mounted an effort to knock um i think what is it logan uh, is that what the boy's name is anyway his youngest his eldest son who was set to take the throne they're trying to like throw a mutiny against him and f in an efforts to bring the network back to what is rumored to be like a more middle ground like centrist kind of stance um so yeah there's all kinds of turmoil and chaos going on inside the halls of fox news at the moment um but yeah so you
0: mean basically there's a bunch of people being like no, we have our chance to stop the crazy.
1: It's a real house of cards, if you will.
0: They might want to get in the foxhole. Pause.
1: <laughs> and this, you know, on the heels of Fox facing, you know, some pretty hefty lawsuits from, uh, what was it, Dominion? Well, over Dominion it, got
0: yeah. $1.7 billion dollars yeah. from Fox. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, you, it, clearly, with... Rupert stepping down it was clear even before that that some changes were going to have to be made at in the halls of Fox News meanwhile
0: bro. Elon's like huh, 1.7 I've lost more than that with a single tweet
1: uh, I mean the fucking Tucker has moved on right and is interviewing Barack Obama's secret gay lover on on, on X
0: oh my god Tucker Carlson interviewing Obama's secret gay lover on X.
1: Uh, how is it not a porn site, Elon? He might as well just lean into it and like completely just take like the Playboy thing, right, and make it make it the everything
0: app. No, right? do, do like um, you know how the the NBA has Jerry West silhouette? He should get one with like Johnny Sin's silhouette.
1: Uh, I'm surprised Pornhub hasn't done that. already. But I think Johnny Sins is like a Brazzers, uh, like contracted to Brazzers. He's anyway. certainly a meme. At this point,
0: And it's only by placing him in out of context scenarios.
1: Well, it's because like the man has like parodied everything from a plumber to a fucking lawyer. At, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Rupert Murdoch has parodied everything from a business mogul to a, a living d- human being with a soul um so uh i guess that's the end of an era um a a
0: literal supervillain is stepping down
1: one you did not need a special friendship bracelet for. um however you may have made some friends along the way i don't think rupert murdoch has very many friends or very many people that will miss him uh other than like
0: donald trump at this point but I do know. It does
1: not mean the end of Fox News, however, so I guess don't break out the champagne
0: yet. However, I will say talking about friends who we've made along the way, have you heard about the news with Stephen A? And Max? Oh, oh. And and Shannon and Terrell Owen.
1: Is, that, is this, like, an octagon of drama here, or are oh, these yeah. all is, different? Oh, yeah,
0: this is, like, a love pentagon oh. of, of, like, media shit shows. Okay, all right. So, all right, and you know who's at the start of it all? Steven. Joe Budden. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why it's great, right? Because it all starts with Joe Budden. <laughs> Stephen A. went on Joe Budden's podcast. It basically was talking about, during the time that Max Kellerman was on the show, he was like, man... I have to just carry this whole damn show by myself. No disrespect to Max, but he doesn't really contribute anything, and I feel like I'm doing all the work, but like I said, I got nothing but love for Max.
1: Wow, wow. I mean, (laughs) this shade, shade, you know, its a way to go on uh, the Joe Budden podcast to be shady, but I'm not surprised at anything else from Stephen A.
0: And they're like, yeah, Stephen, you're kind of soft. Here's this clip from first take, talking about the Colin Kaepernick thing with Terrell Owens, and you have a weird take. And T.O. says flippantly, "Damn, Stephen, hey, Max sounds blacker than you," and you took that real personal. T.O. retweeted facts
1: where's the lie Stephen A has Stephen A goes
0: on a tirade I'm
1: not done I was gonna say he's been called out several times in the past though for his like anti-black comments and like just being out of touch with the culture I mean anytime he He goes he's the only uh,
0: person to explicitly say it and he even said it tongue-in-cheek I mean Stephen A is so insecure about it
1: I feel like we could find examples of other athletes calling Stephen A out on his bullshit right but it's just yeah I mean so explicitly like, like, even the white when, guy sounds
0: blacker than you. Like even
1: when like it comes to like athletes and like which, weed, way, right? He, like he's smoking like, the weed. What he actually means
0: is Max seems to be more in line with the black progressive movement that T.O. was talking about.
1: Yeah referencing right like literally
0: like the ethos
1: max kellerman is more it seems to be more in touch with like the cultural movements happening at the time than stephen a does is what that was in reference to and there are like plenty of examples of stephen a being out of touch with cultural movements right it is no secret to anybody that stephen a is absolutely on the black conservative side of things now is he as black conservative as like candace owens in them probably not but he's not far off from it
0: this is where we go back into the joe budden podcast joe asked Stephen a why he wanted max because in order max was white educated and could talk about anything Which, as Marcellus Wiley said on his show, leaves Stephen A. to be the representative for Black America.
1: Which is a weird way to contextualize you having Max on the show in the first place after stating that you had to carry him the entire time. So it was like, what you're saying is is the whole reason I had him on the show was something he ended up not being good for in the long run anyway.
0: And here's what everybody else was saying. Stephen A, when he brought Max on, vastly underestimated exactly how smart and how feisty Max is. He's a... History major from fucking Columbia.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, Max is like a sports historian, whereas Stephen A is like he a knows sports. more about
0: boxing than most people on the planet. Yeah,
1: Stephen A is a sports personality. I'm not and gonna. And a journalist. I'm not and gonna, yeah, I was gonna say, I'm not gonna take away his entire journalistic integrity, right? But when was the last time Stephen A. did some, like, real sports journalism?
0: I don't know. Right? But sharing uh, a private text message chain would be I a I feel like ethical. Joy
1: Bryant is doing more sports journalism than Stephen well, A. Smith is Well, I was going to say, doing.
0: don't you think revealing uh, private text messages between you and somebody would be taking off the record? And talking about it It on wouldn't air. be very
1: journalistic. That would be
0: Stephen A. talking about a private text exchange he had with T.O.
1: Which is, once again, why I was short at calling Stephen A. a journalist. At this point, he is the Tucker Carlson of fucking ESPN. Right? And
0: this brings me back to what Stephen A. said in the Joe Button podcast about Max. He was like, you're not a journalist. You're not a former athlete what are you what do you bring
1: and he said that about max
0: he said that about max
1: Max. right yeah and by the way
0: i don't know why because this he's been gone two years max meanwhile just be sitting there like 50 cent i mean like fuck 50 what why fuck me for
1: yeah like what is i mean i I guess max is still doing something right but max is
0: currently uh quote-unquote unemployed he's just not on air or any media yeah. circuit
1: Right? Now. he's chilling
0: he could be picked up any, i mean like, I was, he's chilling like, chillin'. max like is marcellus chillin'. said like marcellus wiley who used to be on espn he now has his own channel on youtube which has allowed him to be way more contextual he's been a great middleman for this whole sports drama
1: max is probably off somewhere talking to uh your man um bill simmons He's probably off, like, sketching a deal up with Bill Simmons as we speak. No, here's
0: how this goes. Max and Bill will talk, and Bill will be like, Wow, this guy's so cool. Like, the black people really like him. Like, they actually like him.
1: (laughs) Max Kellerman is up somewhere fitting to, like, take on Dave Portnoy. Like... (laughs)
0: Bill is the friend of the guy who got invited to the cocktail.
1: I'm not gonna disagree. I feel like I'm going to have to say that I am not educated enough about Bill Simmons to make that call, right? Like I don't know enough about Bill. Do you to know enough about that.
0: Boston guys?
1: Yeah, which is why I'm saying I don't know enough about Bill to make that call, right? He's like
0: a, he's a, a big Bostonian at heart. Has been exposed to smoothies in LA.
1: No, I feel like Bill is one of them dudes that if you bring to the cookout, the, the, we gonna look at you and be he's like, he's
0: gonna get kicked out. No, already.
1: no, we're gonna be like, that's your man. All right, you watch him then. You vouch for him. Yeah. You vouch for yeah. him. Okay, that's yeah. that's your guy, right? Like, meanwhile yeah. Max
0: would be like, oh, Max is back. I <laughs> said,
1: Max, that's that's cousin Tisha's new. <laughs> that's that's her new boo. That's her new baby daddy. He worked downtown. He got a job at the the, the TV station.
0: <laughs> He's got a decent jumper, though. <laughs> He's
1: got a decent jumper. He knows a lot about boxing. <laughs> he knows a
0: lot more yeah. than a little about boxing.
1: boxing. He does know. So Which is why I find it funny that, like, you know, Steven is trying to act like Max didn't contribute anything. But, I mean, that's also... Well, I mean- That's also par for the course for Stephen A. Smith, and I think this is why he, like, butts heads with a lot of people, right? Because he is very, like, self-centered and, like, self-aggrandizing.
0: So here's something that backfired with Stephen A. Stephen A. once said, the last time the Cowboys won the playoffs, my hairline was two feet forward, and Max was a rapper. And he said that to embarrass Max. I went into the comments on Max Kellerman's rap. Have you everybody ever? everybody was like, I thought I was going to laugh. Yo, this shit's fire. Dude. I was
1: going to say, have you ever heard the Max Kellerman's rap song?
0: Got skills, got stats. From body shots, no need for Glocks or karate chops.
1: (laughs) Max was not playing. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's why everybody was
1: like, uh,.
0: Bodies drop for body shots. No need for glocks or karate chops. I don't. I, I think he even said more in that line than yeah, that. I was right. like, that's fucking fire. That's
1: why when T.O. said that shit about, you know, Max might, you know, potentially being blacker than Stephen A., which I hate. I personally hate statements like that. But when it comes to Stephen A. Smith, who is like consistently proving himself to be a, a bitch ass nigga. It, listen. It wasn't far from the truth, uh, however. However, what's his new show looking like without Max? Is well, it I doing mean, those numbers? Shannon
0: every Monday and Tuesday. And, uh, That's but, a goddamn bromance.
1: But it's Shannon, like it, though. The problem like, is
0: it's like, yeah, it's Shannon and it's Steven, but they like each other too much. Yeah, yeah shannon has respect it's like for that's it. the thing i liked about skip and Shannon. now i mean like the middle era of those relationships with skip and stephen and skip and shannon when there a- is
1: a solidarity between stephen and but Sh- they
0: pissed each other off yeah yeah no stephen a and shannon are like you know i think this no i think that too i think that more
1: yeah that's what I'm saying there's a solidarity between Shannon and Stephen A he's like I don't think
0: you like that more than me he's like I like that more than you
1: I feel like works out in Stephen's favor right um having Shannon on his show brings the notoriety that Shannon has at the moment right um especially after walking away
0: well ESPN has been doing that that's why they brought Pat McAfee in too right Right. If so, you look at the uh the ESPN YouTube banner, it's it's Stephen A, Pat McAfee, JJ Reddick, Molly Karam, Scott Van Pelt, Mike Greenberg. Like they're they're just trying to like promote those like six personalities now. Yeah. Because I mean remember the mass exodus, like Jalen Rose isn't even there anymore. Ex- that's exactly Susie Calver's not there right. anymore.
1: So with them leaning on Stephen A so hard, and like Stephen
0: A and his cleaning little, house the way his rogues gallery yeah. of like Shannon and JJ and Mad Dog. They
1: have to do that. Because without the discourse between Stephen A and Max Kellerman, the show's not entertaining. Stephen A is not entertaining. Watching Stephen A be an arrogant, like self-aggrandizing like sports journalist is not fun what I'm was not... fun about the Stephen a show is was watching people push back at steven's fucking hot takes right like, like
0: i think mad dog is wrong 99 percent of the time but mad dog is fucking hilarious in
1: context right yeah yeah, yeah. so without max there Stephen has more room to bring on guests, right, for guest appearances. So that is now what the Stephen A. Smith show has become. The problem is, with
0: Old First Take is then people started to go to First Take for informed opinions for Max and not Stephen A. And he had a problem with that. Exactly.
1: So now what they can come on is to see Stephen A.'s informed opinions when he's interviewing Shannon Sharp or when he's got Lil Wayne on. That's, that is what steven always wanted he wants to be espn's late night sports show
0: he wants the steven a smith network
1: i i mean honestly yeah you know it, it, he wants he, he wants to be espn's golden boy the same way tucker carlson was fox news on that news same golden youtube
0: boy. banner everybody is just a headshot except for steven a who's got his hand tucked underneath his chin
1: yeah yeah he's front and center Right, everybody else is like on
0: like little thumbnails
1: on the Chiron in the bottom.
0: Right, like. Meanwhile, Pat McAfee's like, I may be on the side, my check is bigger than yours.
1: Which is why, you know, people like Stephen A. Smith, I would say, are part of the reason why Gen Z doesn't think that you should make friends with your coworkers. Um, But we'll get into that a little bit more after this break. welcome back
0: welcome back
1: and i guess that's also a welcome back to um everybody's favorite comic book movie hater
0: martin scorsese
1: did an interview in gq magazine this week where he continued to just elbow drop comic book movies Stop. Kicking them while they're down, Martin? Yeah, they're definitely but... in a
0: bad spot right now, buddy. It's... Like, one of the best tweets I saw about it was, <laughs> like, Danny DeVito, like, beaten up in a theater. The caption says, I get it. And the tweet said, Martin Scorsese, after watching the last fight scene from Blue Beetle three times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, dog. first and foremost martin you're you're not he's not saying anything that anybody wasn't already thinking like what kills me about he's
0: also not saying anything he hasn't already been saying
1: he's not saying anything he's nobody is looking at like these fucking marvel movies and going oh my god these are like fucking movie classics, right? Like, the closest we will probably
0: get to that is the
1: Infinity War side. Hey, right? I like, am raising
0: my hand because I am putting culture in context, everybody. You're only gonna hear about this part of the GQ feature, which is quite expansive and a great read It's because also because this the, is the clickbaity one. I was gonna say, it's also
1: the only thing anybody is really talking about when it comes to the GQ feature, which GQ is probably... features, by
0: the way... ...are always very well written... Yes. ...but always have one part that's juicy cut out and going everywhere.
1: Because most people don't give a fuck enough... ...about
0: the context!
1: ...to read a whole feature on Martin's Courses. You know Which who is who, a shame who, you know who because does? they're
0: all really well written. If you're writing for <laughs> yeah. GQ, you're a good fucking writer. Yes.
1: Not taking any of that away from the journalists, right, who are penning these features. What I am saying, As however... As the average though, consumer... The average... Most people who will consume this article are already fans of Martin Scorsese in some way, shape, or form, which or means... Or a
0: fan of GQ's writing.
1: He is preaching to the choir, yeah. right? Nobody... Nobody... went to go see... fucking any of the Avengers movies, uh, fucking Black Panther 2... Right, and really thinks that these are
0: cinematic masterpieces. We walked into Winter Soldier and walked out amazed that we saw a cinematic masterpiece. We... Because Winter Soldier is an objectively incredible movie. We're happy
1: we were finally able to see the representation that we have been dying for so long to see. Um, Representation that is... Often lacking in your movies, Martin. Um, just just saying. Because, I mean, I guess in your defense, you make movies about what you know, right? Which just happens to be old Italian shit.
0: Um, and Boston. <laughs> so, so. And Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. With- How many movies by Martin... How many Martin movies has leo binnan departed enough that one of those movies could have
1: featured wesley snipes right um enough that one of those movies could have featured michael b jordan or denzel washington or fucking morris chestnut right
0: like (laughs) by the way it's confirmed allegedly which is a weird statement that wesley snipes is going to return in some time shifty ben marvel thing as Blade.
1: I hope it's not in the actual Blade movie that's happening.
0: Uh, like, I, I hope, I hope it's not either. Cause
1: that'll just prove Martin Scorsese right, and I'm so tired of hearing him bitch about how fucking these comic book movies you need to are support just. support directors like...
0: like Christopher Nolan, who also who also directed a comic book movie, a trilogy, trilogy, three of them. Martin. However, I will say, putting it in context. He is referring to Nolan's overall work doing things like Dunkirk, Oppenheimer, The Prestige... The Dark Knight series doesn't define Christopher Nolan's work. Don't get me wrong, those movies are fantastic, they are definitely Christopher Nolan movies. I mean,
1: I don't think Star Wars defines J.J. Abrams' work either, though,
0: right? Like, he's made No, Lens Flare does. (laughs) Like, like if there's one thing we know, J.J. Abrams loves l- lens flares. Christopher Nolan loves.
1: Who, uh, wh- what are some of the other big, like, uh, the Russo brothers, right?
0: Yeah. The, the Cohen brothers. brothers. What, are we just looking up, like, famous directors right now?
1: No, I'm looking up Marvel movie directors because, like. Todd Whedon. Don't. That's uh, like the Russo brothers have other stuff, you know, other than like fucking the Marvel movies and their. I like... mean, you can
0: look up the Wachowski brothers if you want to find out stuff about like the Matrix.
1: We're talking about comic book movies, though. Like, and directors... And Martin Scorsese is saying support real directors, right? And I'm saying, like, that's not really fair to, like, fucking J.J. Abrams or, like... Ryan The Coogler. Russo brothers or Ryan Coogler for that fucking matter, <laughs> right? Like, come on, dog. Like, Martin Scorsese is part of that fucking old crotchety, like, guard of, like, movies where... He or directing where like Holly that old Hollywood, right?
0: Speaking of Ryan Kugler, how do you think Martin Scorsese would feel about Creed um, I can, and Creed Two?
1: I can tell and you Creed Three. How Sylvester Stallone feels? It's um, not very happy. He's not very happy at all. Actually, he wasn't a part of any of Creed Three in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so this um, is something
0: that I wrote down when we were going over the docket say martin says fuck it he's gonna do his own superhero movie he's gonna do a martin scorsese style superhero movie
1: what kind of superhero movie would martin scorsese do and why it would have
0: to be street level
1: uh and why do all of them end up being the watchmen
0: i was gonna say batman
1: In some way, shape, or form, in between there,
0: that's what Martin Scorsese Watson, thinks. Batman, Daredevil. Yeah, that, uh,
1: that's what Martin Scorsese's, like would want a superhero movie to look like, right? Like, cause
0: And I don't blame him. What, Those are still good superhero movies to tell, superhero stories to tell. But what kind of... I don't think
1: Martin has it in him to direct a superhero movie, if you want my hot take. Like, I don't think... Like, for somebody who... Ooh. I have a hot take. For somebody who is saying support real directors, like, I think a real director has the kind of versatility where they could direct something like Fruitvale Station and then go on to direct something like Black Panther. I have the comic Um, book
0: movie that Martin needs to direct, a movie about Kingpin where Daredevil is the antagonist, and Kingpin is trying to hold up his criminal empire. Vincent D'Onofrio maintains his role as Kingpin, done in the style of the Daredevil show. That sounds like the new Spawn movie that Todd
1: McFarlane is still trying to get made, uh, where it's focused on the two detectives, right? And Spawn is kind of like a background figure. Would Martin make
0: that movie or series? Well, do you think Martin Scorsese could make a movie about Kingpin, his criminal enterprise, and how it staves off... Daredevil,
1: and it, or and, Spider-Man, uh and it not look like Netflix run of <laughs> Daredevil. Well, no, I mean like, Netflix run
0: of Daredevil would be fine, honestly, because that's like a still a dark, violent tone that would fit the sports. That's, but that's what I'm
1: saying, right? Like, how much, like, how far different is it going to look from uh, fucking Gotham, right?
0: Like, I think the uh criminal enterprise dynamics will be certainly much more fleshed out. If there's one thing Scorsese knows how to do, it's depict the mob.
1: <laughs> that's but that's what I'm saying, right? Like Martin, so like, are we are you mad that we're focusing on superhero movies because nobody wants to see a mob movie right now? Like <laughs> is that what you're mad about? Like, what else are you gonna make? What else are you gonna make movies about?
0: I would love to watch a fucking kick pit movie done by Score
1: Of course, like who would? That wouldn't? actually
0: sounds incredible. Who
1: wouldn't? That's not the point. My point is, is put up or shut up, Martin. Like, in this kind of situation, where I feel like why can't a
0: superhero movie be considered high art?
1: I mean, Hancock wasn't bad up until like I guess like halfway through. Like half if if Hancock had ended halfway through, right? Then it it I think it would've gone down better. Um, what but,
0: superhero movies do you consider the closest to high art?
1: um like i said the infinity war saga i feel like was pretty good even without the contextualization of the build-up of the marvel cinematic universe right i say um i feel like also you have to put the Watchmen movie in there i feel like uh, the Watchmen movie was good pretty Don't much every
0: that. alan Moore adaptation is bad i disagree and it's, not, it's it has nothing to do with alan Moore. it's Actually, it has everything to do with Alan what, Moore what, okay. and how hard it is to adapt Alan Moore.
1: Okay, Roger Ebert, what did you think was bad about the Watchmen movie? Or are you just parroting? Are you just parroting pop culture right now? because like I feel like personally I didn't think the Watchmen movie was bad do I think that it was too dark like and I don't mean like in tone like I mean like cinematically was it like dark and like do you need to like have all the lights on to watch the movie it shouldn't have been directed by Zack Snyder Um, also also and uh, (laughs) I don't feel like that's step
0: one You got the wrong director. I don't feel like... That movie could be 25 minutes shorter if you speed up the slow-mo a little. (laughs) Oh, so you're...
1: Okay, so your big qualm with The Watchmen was it's too much slow-mo. No,
0: it is a very long, unnecessarily long movie. Have you seen The Dark
1: Knight Rises?
0: Yeah, and that is probably my least favorite of the trilogy.
1: Just saying, like, there are lots of people that consider that a fucking cinematic masterpiece, right? And I feel like that movie could, there are several points where that movie could have ended and it would have been totally fine.
0: That's also true about the newest Batman movie, which was entirely too long, despite it being a very good movie. But, I mean, as far as, like, the movies that I would consider closest to high art out of the comic book genre, I mean, you have to say... Sin City. <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> he literally got an Oscar for that. I mean,
1: yeah. It's um, also fucking Christopher Nolan, so,
0: like... It's a Christopher Nolan did we think? With-
1: did we think a Christopher Nolan superhero movie was not going... Then, Christopher Nolan could have fucking made Blue Beetle, and it still would have gotten nominated for an Oscar. Suck my dick. It... <laughs>
0: But he, that really wasn't all yes, time yes, performance. Yes, the yes. reason it is still so highly revered today is because it was so compelling.
1: I think you missed my point. My point was it's fucking Christopher Nolan. Like yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously, it was going to be good. If Christopher Nolan had made Blue Beetle, it would have been good. Which is why I was saying, shut up, Martin. Make a superhero movie.
0: Like, if you
1: think and they're all
0: trash... Marvel and DC would be like, Oh, Scorsese wants to make a superhero movie? Is is he serious? Right. Like, if you think they're all trash... They will know whether or not to cut production within a month. If they just realize you're trolling them, they will cut it. And it will make headlines.
1: The reboot the Daredevil movie with the entire original first cast... Ben
0: Affleck <laughs> included... Ben Affleck and his ex wife! <laughs> yes.
1: And fucking, uh, um, uh, Russell. No, nah, uh, not, I almost said Russell
0: Crowe. Uh, um. You have to bring him back from the dead.
1: Colin Farrell
0: da- Mar- uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, yeah. You have yeah. to bring Michael as, Clark Duncan back from the dead. As
1: Wilson Fisk? <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess that's the only—that's the only hang up here, Martin. Is you'd have to find somebody to replace Mark, Michael Clark Duncan, right? But I want Jennifer Garner, yeah. Ben Affleck, and Colin Farrell, right? Like, if you're <laughs> that—if <laughs> you're that good, then prove it. <laughs> Bullseye.
0: Fucking prove it, then,
1: Martin. Shut,
0: put your money up or shut up. That movie legitimately had evanescence in it. Ooh, you know what? Unironically had evanescence you know in it. You know
1: what, Martin? If you're that good of a director, make a good Fantastic Four movie. Because nobody's been able to fucking do that yet. Make
0: a good Fantastic Four movie without Dr. Jim. Um, they've... <laughs> I guess they've tried that I like ask the impossible. Because we all know the best thing about the Fantastic Four is bringing doctor doom into marvel and now everybody just wants doctor doom to be everybody else's villain because we all hate the fantastic four
1: do you know how pissed the i'm gonna worst be
0: superhero team
1: because with our track record do you know how pissed i'm gonna be if in like two years it's announced that fucking martin Scorsese is directing fucking fantastic four i'm gonna punch a hole with a wall or or a daredevil reboot
0: Cause like I'm just if I swear to God if they're like we're doing a Kingpin movie and we're getting Martin Scorsese to direct it, I will join you in punching a hole through that wall.
1: I'm just I'm just sick of like because the... that would
0: actually be an amazing movie.
1: I'm just sick of the bitching, right? It's like when people bitch about how like they're tired of all the reboots and remakes, but then they don't go watch like new original movies and stuff like that. Like they don't watch any of the uh original content that's being produced by netflix but they're like there's nothing to watch on netflix i'm like okay well you know there's plenty more than stranger things like uh here's a plug for no reason blood and gold uh if you got a netflix subscription and you like and you liked inglorious bastards (laughs) there's a german movie on netflix that came out i think uh in 2021, 2022, maybe called Blood and Gold. It's about a Nazi deserter, right? Like a guy who was a Nazi soldier and deserted the army um and because he wants to get home to his daughter who he found out is still alive um in the middle of the war. He teams up with this Jewish farmer girl to take on a bunch of nazi soldiers who have staked out in this town because they're looking for hidden gold it's pretty good it's like a spaghetti western um <laughs> world war ii style i watch there's an english dub on there for those of you who don't want to watch it in german but it's also in german if you guys are feeling interested in watching a foreign movie and i'm pretty sure it's a netflix production it's great there's plenty there's lots of content All
0: 148 episodes of hunter hunter on netflix
1: um, and that's—I mean—that's you know old content. But if I've, you've
0: never watched Hunter Hunter,
1: if you want a recommendation for something new,
0: if you want a Ziggy certified recommendation, everybody
1: knows you love Hunter Hunter. Nothing I recommend higher
0: than Hunter Hunter.
1: If you've listened to this podcast, uh, get ready for a slow burn. Um, that's that's just a bit of reality. It picks up after
0: about fifteen episodes. <laughs>
1: Blood and Gold, however, is not a slow burn. Um it, and also I really like the uh soundtrack for this movie. Um it features a lot of like, you know, older German songs. Ooh,
0: speaking of Netflix, convince me to watch Baki.
1: So I watched the first two seasons i think of baki or like the first season and a half of that and it was good it's another netflix show that uses that cell shaded 3d animation style if you've never watched baki i would go back and watch the original run first
0: Uh, or the original baki the
1: original run of baki first and then uh come back and catch up with the netflix run
0: it's been a big it's like a weird continuation recently
1: um yeah uh I like I said uh if you got a Crunchyroll subscription then I just suggest go back and watching like any 90s anime Um, also
0: I would just recommend um I mean One Piece One Piece is it's good it's long you can pick it up whenever you really want it's fun
1: just like this podcast
0: after this break Look, it's a flood! flood. It's flooding! Get away! away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Wait, why can't we talk about (laughs) last time?